Rich Girls Real Women is a nonprofit organization that targets our middle school, high school, and college young ladies in the areas of personal presence, character development, health and emotional issues, work ethics, and leadership. What we target is that we want to help our young ladies to succeed, to be queens that they truly are, and in presence, also to succeed in life. If you would like to register our young lady, please contact us at richgirlsrealwomeninc at gmail.com or call us at 314-536-6296. Hey, what's going on? This is Ishmael Sistrunk from the St. Louis American and STLAmerican.com, and I am in the zone with Arlington Lane and Palmer Alexander III. Are you getting a good night's sleep? If not, then call Mattress by Appointment Maryland Heights and let Kellen Goodwin set you up with a new bed. All mattresses are 50 to 80% off retail price. New sets range from $150 and up, plus $40 down can get you your newest bed. So call or text Kellen Goodwin at 314-440-9175 and get your new bed. That's 314-440-9175 for Mattress by Appointment Maryland Heights. City to city, state to state, worldwide. New York is in the zone. Yeah, Robotic kick and flab, or flavor bit of batter, chitter chatter, madder than the mad hat. I bet you buy shit, come by fatter. I got the data to turn your body into antimatter. And just like a piece and of welcome back to In the Zone. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In the Zone, and this is the network. Palmer Alexander, aka the living legend, KIL, one L kill, but kill, still kill. Joining me on our celebrity line, sponsored by friends by Mattress by Appointment, is Shina Wheel, the co-founder of Minorities in Sports. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Pretty good now that I took in three takes to get it right. So uh, you were at the book fair this afternoon. <laughs> Tell some of our listeners about that today. Yeah, I'm just at a book club. Um, it's just a group of black women coming together. Uh, the book we read this month was Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. You know, we out here just, you know, with some cocktails, discussing the book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, run of the group, uh, Minorities in Sports, and it's, it has grown uh, so much since the last time uh, that, that we last talked with you. Tell some of our listeners about the growth of the group so far. Yeah, so we are about um, a little over two years old now. We have over 650 members across the country in every corner of the sports industry that you can think of. Um, in every sector, every league, every sport, every marketing company, whatever you can think of, we are, we have a presence there in some way. So, I mean, the group just continues to grow day by day. The community continues to grow. And it's just, um, you know, just a great feeling to see just so many people of color who are coming together, not only just to get something for themselves, whether it's a job or promotion or whatever, but also just trying to help each other out. Um, You know, we had a member who just got into a grad program and had someone else in the group write his recommendation letter for him. So just being able to see that um, and to see the collaboration in the group. And, I mean, you guys in the group, so you see how quick people are to help each other out. You know, I'm really proud of this community that we were able to all build together. That's Shina Will. She's joining us on our Celebrity Line. She's one of the co-founders of Minorities in Sports. And, you know, one of the 
great parts about the group is the everyday uh, discussion. There, there are always some some very good discussions that you know that I know I'm not always privy to on an everyday basis. Yeah, I mean, um, I agree with you there. That, and that's the part of the beauty of the group is because you have so many people who work in different parts of the industry. We're able to get like firsthand knowledge of um, what's going on, and it's not just you know your normal everyday barbershop talk where where you have your Twitter analysts who <laughs> want to discuss what they think they know, but you have actual people who work in the industry who are experts in their craft and can speak the truth. Um, one of my favorite conversations that always takes place are the NCAA conversations and whether or not um, people should pay players. And, you know, from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, the big bad NCAA is taking, you know, advantage of all these players. But a lot of people, when they're thinking about their conversation, they're thinking about your big five power schools like the Alabamas, like the Ohio States, like the LSUs. And they're forgetting that the NCAA is made up of like hundreds of schools <laughs> who do not have those same resources. Yes. So hearing some of those NCAA people speak who work at some of those smaller schools who are like, listen, like we are not bringing in that type of revenue. And if we right. start playing players, we literally would have to cut sports. And the sports that are going to go first are some of those women's sports or some, you know, other sports that are giving kids an opportunity to leave their neighborhoods and be able to go to school for free. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know what? I think, I think that is one of the, the arguments that's been going on for the longest. And, and I can even remember going as far back when I was in grade school and, and arguing with, with my teacher that uh, these athletes should be paid, you know, because you see them generate millions of dollars for the university their likeness is being used, uh, you know, in the packaging, the advertising of it. So uh, you, you figure that it's only fair you, you get something, you know, for your likeness and everything else being used. Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of layers to it. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I love about the group, too, is just being able to get those different perspectives, especially for people who work at some of these schools. Um and there's definitely ways to do it. I don't think, you know, I'm not one of those people who are like, let's just put these kids on payroll and give them a check like an employee because yeah. there's just a lot that goes into that. But I do agree that you should be able to get something, whether it's a percentage of whatever's sold in your likeness, um, you know, where you get like a check when you leave school or when you get drafted or graduate or whatever, you get like a thank you check from the school from mm -hmm. everything that your likeness graduate, um, everything that your likeness was able to get in terms of revenue. So I think there's different ways that you could go about it. Um, but yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. And I think also too, if, if you create a, a system like that where some of these athletes are being compensated, then, you know, it, it, it keeps a lot of the, the, as they would say, dirty money uh, out of it, you know, because you look at also the, the multi-billion dollar television contracts that these schools are getting divided. But, you know, the smaller conferences, uh, the SWAC and maybe the uh, the WCC, you know, they're not getting that Ohio Valley, Missouri Valley, they're not getting that same revenue. So it's, um as, as they like to call it, it's a cartel in a way. You know, that's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a fine line. Um I think one of the things that they could do is um, 
allow kids to be more creative in the ways that they make money. Um, I understand why they don't want these kids out there, like, getting a full-time job, because in the end, like, that does, that will come in the way of practice and, and working. But, you know, you know, we'll use that kid at UCF, for example. He was, you know, started a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I will say he was probably not the smartest because the NCAA allowed him to continue his YouTube channel. The only thing that they said was he couldn't mention the school or his status as a player. So to me, that is actually like a perfect example of what I'd like to see more of is these kids getting creative. And because, you know, a few years ago, the NCAA would not have even let him do that Um, because he was making money from his YouTube channel. But the Mm -hmm. fact that they were like, we will let you continue to do what you're doing, make your money, just don't mention the school's name, um, I think is like a good start for allowing Mm -hmm. these kids to be creative making their money using technology. Um, it's easy to start a YouTube page. And, like, let's be real. If you a top football player at a school, you don't need to mention the school's name in order for you to get traction. Like, right. your followers are watching you because you are football player X from UCF. Right. So um, that's what I'd like to see more of is, like, you know, some of those kids taking advantage of that. Instead of being like, oh, I need to go out and get a job, like, why don't you use a little bit of your celebrity to start a YouTube page or do, you know, become an influencer online. So. Right. Shina will, she's the co-founder of minorities in sports. She is joining us on our celebrity line. And let's talk about the MIS chapter at Mizzou. Uh, last year it, it got off the ground and uh, this year you guys uh, have a uh, fundraiser. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so Mizzou is our, and I feel like I pronounce it wrong every time. Y'all Missouri people pronounce it like Mizzou, and I pronounce it Mizzou. So I'm pronouncing it like y'all, Mizzou. Um, That is our Alpha chapter. They are a university-recognized college organization um, and chapter of Minorities in Sports, the professional group. And uh, I want to say they have a little bit over 20 members now, but they are a group of students of color who go to the University of Missouri, who are interested in working in the sports industry. So next month, um, from April, I want to say it's 10th to the 14th, they are doing a spring networking trip where they are coming to the East Coast, where they will first stop in the city of Philadelphia to meet with our Temple chapter, which is our beta chapter, um, connect with them, and then they'll be coming to New York that Thursday and Friday to do some company visits. So they'll be visiting companies like the NBA, Madison Square Garden, um, Nike, ESPN. We have a couple of other companies that we're talking to, and um, we're going to do some panels, some professional panels with them, um, and as, as well as give them an opportunity to meet some of our professional members so they can start their journey into the sports industry on the right foot by starting to network early. Um, but as I'm sure anyone who's gone to college knows, you were broke when you were a college student. So it's not easy to just be like, I'm going to take a trip to New York and Philly for a week and right. support myself. So they do have a fundraiser going on right now. If you go to our Instagram page, MI Sports Biz, so Minorities in Sports Biz, um, you will see in our bio, you'll see the link to donate to them. They are running a um, you know, a fundraiser right now, they're trying to figure out different ways to raise money so they can alleviate some of those costs so we can get the students over here. We have about 
11 students who will be coming to the East Coast with one advisor. So, you know, we'd love to give them the opportunity of a lifetime, which they will get if they can make it to the East Coast, but we just need a little bit of help to get them here. That's that's great. And uh, one one of our uh, members, Ashley Wright, she joined the Endozone Network a year ago, and she's also a part of that, uh, that, that chapter at Mizzou, so she is extremely excited. As a matter of fact, she's going to be on with us on our next episode of Endozone. We're going to be talking about uh, that a little bit more at length. Oh, that is awesome. Great, great. So before we let you go, I, I, you got to tell me about, about the homeland and, and Carousel. I, I saw the pics uh, on, on IG, and I tell you what, uh, that has become my number one place on the bucket list to go. Can, let, let's talk about the homeland a little bit. Yes, yeah, so my dad is from the island of Curacao. Most people know Aruba. Um, my mom is actually from Aruba, but the island of Curacao is right next door to Aruba. It's about a 15-minute flight away um, from Aruba. And uh, my parents retired and moved back home. So I go pretty often, about like two to three times a year, to go um, to spend time with my parents. And a few weeks ago, I went for my mom's 70th birthday. Um, but it's just an amazing place. I think, you know, I could be a little biased, but I feel like it's one of the better islands in the Caribbean because you do have everything. It's not the island that's 100% rural where you have nothing but beaches. Um, mm-hmm. You can get your countryside and get your beach, but you can also get your dope party nightlife. You can do business on the island. Curacao was the first island in the Caribbean to do offshore banking, which is why it's not as known as the other islands because they didn't need to focus on tourism um, for the longest. They were one of the top banking countries in the world. So, um, you know, it's just a very, very dope island. I always feel at peace when I go there um, and kind of use it as a way to center myself and get my aura back together. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's just a beautiful place. The pictures don't do it justice. Um but, yeah, let me know whenever you're going and you know I got you. I'll help you put an itinerary together and, and let you know what to do out there. Thank you. And you know something? It was almost as you read my mind because when I looked at those pictures and ideally when, when you want to go to a place and want to hit the reset button, it's like that looks like the ideal place to go. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. But like I said, like even while you're hitting the reset button, if, you know, one of those nights, you're like, you know what, I just really want to turn up. You have the opportunity to do that on that island, too. Um, so you got literally everything that you need is on that small little island. All right, Shina, thank you so much for hanging out with us this afternoon. And tell the people the best way to keep up with you and your great group. Sure. The best, best way is to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Again, that's M-I Sports Biz. So M is a Mary I Sports Biz, B-I-Z. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. That way we update it pretty regularly with updates from what our members are doing um, down to where we are. So um, definitely follow us there. You can always also reach out to us that way. Um, email us and just let us know what you're interested in. And, and that's pretty much it. All right, Shine. thank you so much for spending time with us. We will definitely be in touch with you. Uh, thank you for all the great work that you guys do over there at Minorities in Sports. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and uh, thank you for having me again anytime.
All right, that is Shining Wheel. She's joining us on our celebrity line. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone. And this is the network. Are you getting a good night's sleep? If not, then call Mattress by Appointment Maryland Heights and let Kellen Goodwin set you up with a new bed. All mattresses are 50 to 80% off retail price. New sets range from $150 and up, plus $40 down can get you your newest bed. So call or text Kellen Goodwin at 314-440-9175 and get your new bed. That's 314-440-9175 for Mattress by Appointment Maryland Heights. I'm Tiffany Huber from Sisters in Sports, and you are in the zone. Rich Girls Real Women is a nonprofit organization that targets our middle school, high school, and college young ladies in the areas of personal presence, character development, health and emotional issues, work ethics, and leadership. What we target is that we want to help our young ladies to succeed, to be queens that they truly are, and in presence, also to succeed in life. If you would like to register our young lady, please contact us at richgirlsrealwomeninc at gmail.com or call us at 314-536-6296. 